Good evening. Welcome to Journeys in Faith here on the YouTube channel and Asantis YouTube. It is wonderful to be here for season four. And I have an amazing guest for all of you. I have my good friend, Ellen Mongan. She is a Catholic wife, mother, author, speaker. She is doing such amazing work. It's a blessing to have Ellen on this show. I'm going to bring her right on with us. And it's so wonderful to see you, Ellen. Thank you for being a guest on Journeys in Faith. Hey, hey, all the way from Georgia, <laughs> the Northern accent. How are you doing, Anne, today? I'm doing amazing. Yes. Now, Ellen is no stranger to this show or to my podcast with Bill Snyder on Patchwork Heart Ministry. She has been a guest a few different times, so it's good to have her back here in season four of Journeys in Faith. And I thought this would be a great opportunity for some of the new audience to get to know Ellen. Uh, one way that I know her is that we're both Catholic authors with catholicmom.com and she's just doing some amazing work. So why don't we just start out with, tell us a little bit about your faith journey. You're a wife, a mother and a grandmother, and you have so much to share. So I'm going to give you the stage now and please do just share anything about your life. We'd love to hear. Okay. Well, and I think the word journey is such a, a great word to describe a testimony in Christ Jesus, our Lord, because it is a journey. You um, we start out little, like it's, I was age seven when I first met the Lord in the Holy Eucharist. And then we said Holy Communion in those days. And I, I received Jesus and I, I was praying that, I was praying that uh, Jesus, Jesus come to me. And when I received the host, body, blood, soul, and divinity, I felt the presence of the Lord and he spoke to me and I knew it was real. And so this is a year, three years we're going to have of the Eucharist. And so I always have that solid, like roots of, of my faith down deep from when I was a little girl. And then I, I went through, you know, Catholic school, like all of us in those days did with the nuns. And they cemented that faith, deeper roots grew. And then, then I went to high school. How did dad decide that I should go to a, a public high school? Well, the nuns had already told us that public high school didn't have the same foundation. But I did have a ton of fun and I had my faith waiver in that I didn't want people to know I was a Christian or a Catholic because I didn't want to, I wanted to be popular. Let's face it, everyone does when they're in high school. And I often sorrow and say, Lord, I wish I'd stay the course. But I, I did keep my faith. We were, we were pretty much going to church on Sunday before I had been in daily mass on my own walking to school, Catholic school in my town. And so I did waiver and then I tried college and then I woke up because college had a lot of drugs and drinking and sex. And I, as a Catholic school girl, I was, was so unaware of how the world was shifting so quickly that I began to just pray it through and say, you know, I don't need to be here. And I, I left, I think I left two colleges before I got the hint that they were all going to be, it was the sixties and the seventies. That was seventies. I graduated in 71. And so then I went off and I said, I think I want to be a stewardess now. And I was, became a Air Florida stewardess from the first 20 stewardesses for, and they were actually safer being an airline flight attendant than being in college in those days to keep your faith. And of course, as we know, the faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word, but when we fall away, we miss the faith. We miss the Eucharist, we miss the closeness in prayer. We miss the time with the Lord. So I returned to daily mass. And even when I was on the airline, I had a church near me that could go to daily mass again. And I, I met and fell in love with my husband, Deacon Pat Mongan, at the time was Dr. Pat MD. He was in med school while I was a stewardess. And it's a long story on that. 
but then I came back and um and I still wasn't very strong because you know falling away is like the foundation of your building a brick comes out and so I when I had married my husband I ended up moving to suburbia with my new doctor husband we had a boy and a girl and in the world sense we had made it suburbia boy girl and no dog and then and then I came really back to the charismatic renewal and I was so glad I did because if it, 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 just like when the Eucharist was received the first time, I had that roots going deep. I, I knew that I was on the right path back to the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know, it is a journey. We still continue to go farther away and then he calls us back and then go farther away. He always calls us back and you can depend on him. He's faithful even when we're not. So that's kind of my short form of my journey with God. And he's really taking me to places. It says the best is yet to come. He takes me places that I didn't think possible in my walk with him. So that's my, that's my story. I never tire of listening to your story, honestly. Yes, because you your faith is so deep. And getting to know you over the last couple years, uh, I believe that we're not just colleagues. We are friends. And so that's a beautiful thing to be able to make those friendships in ministry. It's so important because we all have a job in trying to not only make the world a better place, but to evangelize people, right? To evangelize them to Christ. And that's such an important part of who we all are as people who are devoted to our Catholic faith. So I just want to thank you for that. Now, I have to also talk about the fact that you are an author and I have one of your beautiful books that you actually gave me, The Wow <laughs> Mom, A Walk with with God mom's Bible study. It is a beautiful book. You see nice and thick. It's a big one too. And I really enjoy this book. And in the back of the book, it just says that the mom's Bible study is just for you. Becoming a godly mother is the most important journey you will ever take. Ellen Mongan has walked down the road of motherhood for over four decades. The journey birthed her ministry. She is a woman of wisdom, teaching the younger generation how to navigate their own unique path of motherhood. And you give such great advice for those moms. And not only are you a mom, I believe, of seven, correct? Yes. But you also have a lot of grandchildren, too. And now you're, you know, you're being a, a, a role model to those grandchildren. I wondered if you could talk a little bit about that, too, because I know that people are watching this show that maybe they're not grandparents yet, or maybe they are, and they're thinking, oh, I'm praying so hard for my grandkids. Um, can you tell us any of your own secrets to how to do that the best way? Perfect timing, man. With you and I, we bounce off each other in the Holy Spirit. I just love that about our relationship and the Lord. We hear the Lord's voice and we you fill in. Today is um, we're celebrating my 70th birthday. I was um, had a real birthday on August 7th, the way it held that with my husband, just the two of us. But the children always kind of picked to celebrate and labor day because I had labored eight babies and two miscarriages. So we really have eight children, but one's in heaven. So we're going to the beach. And that is something about grandparenting that we had to learn. The kids, the, we have 15 grandchildren and they all love each other. And they do, we start out with buying Christmas presents like all the grandmas do, you know. And the big list, and it wasn't the Walmart shopper that ran to the, get the $10 gift. It was like, they want this, that. And then we, after about the first 10 grandchildren, I got tired. Maybe it was the first five. And I thought, so we thought of going to the beach as a family. We rented an eight-bedroom, eight-bath home. Now, since prices have gone, as you all know, the world is changing quickly. The children all pitch in now. And when they were younger, we rented the house. It was like 3000 And now it's like maybe tripled in size. So everyone helps out. And then we all 
enjoy family life together once again under the same roof. This year's a little shorter, but we're leaving and we'll have fun. Also on grandparenting, I say it to people that are politicians as well. You have to pray more than you say. Let's face it. Women that are of wisdom, older women, and Titus to teach the younger one, but they, the children who are parenting their children, they don't often want your advice right away. You have to kind of pray and wait and then ask. If they ask you, then of course, lead them in the way of wisdom. But if they don't ask you, it's better to pray more than you say. And I really have been thankful. And because we have four son-in-laws and we have two daughter-in-laws, so the son-in-laws and our sons, they ha actually have the better half at this point. They all go golfing and have fun. The girls have all the little ones, you know, it's the ones that have little ones. So we have learned the son-in-laws really enjoy each other. And one son-in-law, and to be honest, was voted in by the other men before he became engaged to my daughter, Caitlin. They all voted, they really liked him. So we have four son-in-laws and two adorable daughter-in-laws. And one is from Japan. So that's another way you don't tell the daughter-in-laws your advice as well. You wait till they ask you. And one is from Japan. So I said, I did really good on her because she didn't speak English. So I don't know if I've offended her yet. She doesn't speak the same language. That's just a tip. If your kids are getting ready to pray that you can guard your tongue. Scripture says you have the tongue of a disciple. That's what Jesus will give you as you listen. And now I often blow it. So just so you know, <laughs> but that's neat to have all the daughter-in-laws and son-in-laws and then the children and to watch the, the highlight of my grandparent and the beach trip is to watch my children do the things I did when I was a mother, because that was what they grasped. Like I used to sing, I used to sing to uh, my children when they woke up, um, wake up, you sleepy head. I don't have a good voice, as you see, but I sang anyways. And my my one son, Tyler, the oldest one, has his Japanese wife, and he sings to her that song every morning. It's not his child, but I find it so endearing that he sings the song. I sang, I'd sing for red lights and green lights, like, you know, look both ways when you cross the street. And I make part of song, part of our life. And we don't have good voices. We're like the Von Traps with terrible voices. So we're very loud and joyful. <laughs> have fun. Beautiful. Yeah. yeah. There's so much wisdom. I mean, I'm thinking as you're speaking, I'm thinking, wow, like we should do a few of these journeys in faith programs where we can really tap into your wisdom because not only as a mother, but now, as you said, being a grandmother, being a mother-in-law and your <laughs> husband being a father-in-law and a father, you know, that's really a, a, a wonderful thing for us to, to, to discuss because there's a lot of people who do have those questions about how do you develop great relationships with your in-laws and also with the grandchildren? And I know that this month, I'm not sure of the exact date, but I know that Grandparents' Day is in September. So um, mm -hmm. although this show is airing a little bit later than that, so, but it doesn't matter because, you know, Grandparents' Day, just like Mother's Day, right, can be every day of the year in, in our developing those relationships. Now, we do have to take a really short break just for a couple minutes. Okay. So I just would ask all of you to stay with us. We'll be right back here with Ellen in just a few.
back again. That was just a short commercial break. And so um, it's a wonderful thing to have Ellen again with us on Journeys in Faith. As I said, she's been on here with us uh, more than a couple of times, I believe, between Bill Snyder's podcast with me, Sewing Hope, and also this one. So I'm going to bring her back on screen and would love to talk more about your writing. Now, I have this book with me. And and <laughs> yes. I will send you a copy, Anne, because I appreciate your wisdom. Um, this is a journey that I took with first, it tells my journey, which I gave a short version of my testimony. And then it tells my journey joining together my three best friends. And we, and then lastly, how you can have your own floor for the mountaintop retreat. And we go twice a year for the last 30 years, all mothers of very large families. And it was like our break in the early days. It's hard to get, as you get older, it's hard to get time together than it was when the kids were younger. But I also have a children's book and I'm getting ready to publish another children's book in a devotional. So I, my books are on Amazon. They're also at Covenant Books Inc. They will tell you where you get them at Barnes and Noble. And I think it's, I think writing books right now is essential. Don't you think so? There's so much burst of knowledge of the faith. And since we walk Catholic, you know, and Christian, we have different things in some of the, some of the different faiths. You know, we lived in Utah for a while. That was a whole different thing. It wasn't, we, people thought it was a Christian faith, but it was not. It was actually a different. So we thank the Lord for our Catholic faith. And I just want the nuns to come back. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I would love it if you could take a little more time, if you would, on each book um, well, for a couple minutes or so, so that well, people can get to know each one. So I'm going to give you a camera here. And if you could just hold them up and just tell us a little bit more about how you develop them and what they're about. Okay. Here is a book called who will wear the crown and the good news about this book is we start out talking about grandparenting well my little granddaughter who's not little anymore her and i wrote this book years ago when her sister lauren was born i had oh no, a little after that but here's l she and i worked, wrote the book together by l ellen mongan and l young and she i had her on a podcast to talk about she said something very very brilliant the pictures are tell the story the pictures are so outstanding it's a story of a little girl, and you know, there's a lot of bullying in this, in this generation. It's about a little girl who was told by her mother that Jesus has a crown for each of us, and that crowns we place before the throne of God. We don't get to keep the crown, nor the jewels of the crown. And the story is a, is a make pretend for children, and it's about every time we do a good deed out of love for Christ, not to earn our way to heaven, but out of love for Christ, we get a jewel in our crown. And so she had this crown on her head and it was invisible and she told her friends and of course the one friend started bullying her and it really was out of jealousy which we all know all about that as well so what happens is at the back of the book we put a crown and the moms are to you know cut out the crown and make it a little bigger and staple together and put jewels on their children's crown to teach the lesson at the very end it tells how we give our crowns to jesus because he's the one that died for us okay so this book here this is a great book it's more than a book it's a it's a journey like if you were to write your family history well, this is the history and and the formation of how we got together we found just such a a, a wonderful thing to have friends that we could count on to pray with to um pray over to um talk to each other about problems and give wisdom and we always say it's called four of the mountain because our first retreat was at my friend Anne shay's home her grand her mother's home in the henderson's um 
North Carolina, if you've ever been, a beautiful place. And then from then on, since one girl was from Florida and I was from Florida, we decided beach was our best thing. So we go to the beach usually, normally the Hilton Head, that's our beach near here. But the journey shares our heart. And it really is written by me. And then each girl gave one chapter in the book. And throughout the book, I write some of the poems the Lord gave me, because I thought that gives a little bit of introspective contemplative time to read and listen. And so what did we learn on the mountains? We learned that nothing leaves this room and that we can be, we can be like depends. We don't leak whatever we say to each other. We didn't go around telling our friend, pray for so-and-so, or we just kept it in our own heart like Mary kept those things hidden in her heart. And we grew close as friends and then sisters. And it tells how to have your own floor of the mountaintop retreats in the form of Bible study and what it took to get to the point of we've been going on, I think, 30 some years now. And lastly as well, mom, this has become a favorite. Lots of people call and ask me about the book and want to market it or do things with this book over any of the others, but it was because it's an older book. It's been written three years ago. Covenant Book Inc. does a great job of of their books and that's why I go with and I also designed the covers so this is the feet and this is the hand and wild mom is different than any other mom's bible study it takes the topics that you face in motherhood grandparents in there weddings toilet training peer pressure even family bed so you can look at the book and then you go to there's it's set up all my bible studies are set up the same I address the the issue the um topic then I ask questions, and then I bring scripture, and then I give a challenge, and I do a prayer. So they're all pretty much the same, and I women that have done them have really enjoyed them. So thank you so much, Anne, for letting me present those books. I, I don't know if I had that opportunity. I usually present them on my own show. Like, okay, time to talk about my books. So thank you so much. Anne wrote a great book as well, and you saw it when the video going by. I love that. It's, yes, it's thank people. you. No, I, I love your writing. And I have to say, like, even the quality of the book itself, like I'm looking at this one right here, like the one thing I really like is the pages are big and the, the writing, the actual print isn't tiny, tiny. And um, I do wear glasses, although when I'm doing the show, most of I'm mostly nearsighted, so I can't see far. So for being on the show, I usually don't wear my glasses. But I'll tell you, I Really, I love the size. Like you can see, here's my, I'm holding it up. Like you can see how big it is. I don't know how many inches it is across, but um, it's, like a, it's a great like gift. Eye. It's a really good gift. I would say it's a good Christmas gift. It is a good gift. And, and for your daughters or daughter-in-laws, isn't it? Yes. Oh, they, and you know, I am really called by God. That's my, my calling is to be a ties to woman. That's why I named the, my um, ministry, Wow Mom. Because women of wisdom, the older one teaching everyone. And I had such a joy. I know you did too, Anne, of raising my children. And then you think you're not going to have more joy with the grandkids because I love being a mom so much. But you have joy in that again. So I don't know. It just seems like it's it's a lost thing in the church, Anne. And I really have tried to market saying we have to have Titus two women in every church. Well, they have the Office of Family Life. I don't know if you have that in Pennsylvania, but here in Georgia, we have that. But there needs to be more reinvent the mentoring couples for the the couples in marriage. And then again, with motherhood, I had uh, an office in Macon, Georgia, where I would come to me and ask questions. And, you know, women can be so upset about their hairdo. Today, my hair is okay. And the last round, I was going fiddly. Oh, you but look amazing. They come in to talk to you and, they, and they're they talking about something. And that's not really the issue. It's like, need a new hairdo, you see, or they maybe need to toilet train their two-year-old. He's really five now. And they're really embarrassed. It, women need women for those things. And you have to kind of read between the lines, look in their face and see what's really going on because 
that's not a spiritual director. Now, a spiritual director is when you go to for spiritual things, but even though toilet train seems spiritual to us, <laughs> it's really one of those things in the natural. And that's where I have, I've, I've really tried, even with Catholic Mom, to have a, an office of mentoring moms to call and they can call and ask us questions. When you walk the path of motherhood and you have the blisters to prove it, you have some wisdom. <laughs> it may have come the hard way. It may not have come easy. You know, it may have been like, I fell more than one time climbing that mountain. And I don't know, and tell me about you on this. I think that people think God's going to just take the mountain away like this. Oh, it's gone. That's not it. You have to walk up that mountain. I mean, my husband prays for different things for me. I go, baby, I'm journeying on on this. You know, you don't have a, we don't have a God that has a wand. Go away, sickness. Yeah, no, exactly. I agree with you 100%. And in fact, uh, I just did another podcast recently for the foundation I represent. And a lot of the audience already knows that I'm the executive executive director for the St. Raymond Onatus Foundation. And we just did a podcast with my co-host, Mickey Kelly, who's a, uh, the president of the board president of the foundation. And one of the things that he said is that all of the saints have one thing in common. And that is that there were struggles and, but they trusted in God and they continued on the journey. And of course we're all called to be saints, aren't we? Yes, we're all we called to be saints. No matter, no matter if you're a single married person, whoever you are, whether you're a priest, religious, we're all called to, to sainthood. You might not be listed in one of those like lives of the saints books or canonized but saint meaning that you've made it to heaven right everybody who makes it into heaven is a saint yes right they might not be listed in the in the book of saints or lives of the saints but um but yeah i believe that's true i mean for moms uh obviously for mothers getting up every day and tending to your kids and as you're growing older and your kids are you know finishing high school and college and then maybe getting married. I mean, it's a whole different life. And I know you know more about that even than I do because mine are not, I have one that's married, but I don't have any grandkids yet. So your wisdom on that level too, I'd say being a grandmother is something that people my age and younger too want to know more about and how to handle it. So I just appreciate that great wisdom that you gave us about being a grandmother. Um, I wondered if, you know, one of the things I'd like to talk about is your other authorship. Now you're a writer with catholicmom.com. And uh, please tell us a little bit more before we heading toward the end of the show about other places that we can find you. I'd love for people to find out. Okay. I write for catholicmom.com. And it was when it was faith and family that the Lord spoke to me to like, why don't you try to be a writer there? And then it went away. It was like there was no more faith and family. But Catholic Mom started many years ago and I have been writing them. I think, I think maybe five years or four, not exactly no, but I, each time it's, it's greater for me because there's, if you're a writer and you're looking somewhere to, to give your talent in service to the Lord, try Catholic Mom. You have to, you have to go through a few hoops to, you know, sign on and, and also it's worth it because you meet fellowship with different people on the air. We have a little group called the, um, I don't know what this thing, Tilda Brands group, and that's with Dana and also this other gal that took in for a while and that's just great to be with other catholic moms have the same vision to give their their service to the lord and then i write for the dyson um magazine and it's called southern cross and it's very nice i i think i have kind of like take turns there's more than one writer for that so you have to take turns and i also tried to write for the newspaper for a really long time and they took they were taken over by another paper and so they don't they took out the religious column because i wrote the faith column i think maybe 10 years so 
I just write, and I also write, I'm writing two books right now. One is a devotional, it should be out soon. It's going to be named after my podcast, Go Tell the Mountain, Go Tell, Go Tell the World, because it's a, um, it's a devotional. And I, I recently had podcasts too, and just real quick, I have three podcasts. One is called Go Tell the World. I have 12 co-hosts from different walks of life and different ministries, and Ann and Bill are two of my co-hosts. And I also have Wow Mom for just a short snippet for the day, like a like sower for the seed. And then Deacon Pat, my husband's a deacon in the Catholic Church. He and I do Deacon and Deer, and we do that once a week. So those are my, I'm a busy lady, <laughs> but I always enjoy getting on your podcast, Ann. I, I'm glad that you brought up your podcasting because Bill and I, Bill Snyder and I love being a guest and actually we did it twice and it's so great. And I know that, you know, your ministry is mostly like the wow mom, which is geared for like the mothers and the grandmothers. So it was an amazing thing that you brought Bill into this picture uh, because, right, I mean, it, it's like wow mom and now it's go tell the world. And, you know, Bill is a stay-at-home dad at this point. Um, now he has his own ministry, which is Patchwork Heart Ministries, the founder. Um, he does a lot of work in media, Catholic media, but he is home during the day with his little boy. They have one little son, who Wait. Elvin, who is um, a little over two years old, is adorable. And uh, make a shout out to Bill and Elvin and Agnes. But um, but yeah, it, it was a blessing to, to have him on there because he gives that dad's perspective, right? I, I so agree. And, I, and you know what? And you were the inspiration why I changed the the, the name of the podcast. So I was going with Wow Mom, 12 Coast. I have podcasts that are, you know, like you who are have your own ministry going and they're all very, very alive in their own ministry. And the idea is to have, you, you know, the co-host and then me doing a subject. And we last month we talked about back to school and with the podcast was so touching to me. I, I said, bring Kleenex. And I sent it to Catholic Mom for this month. And I know this might be later, but it'll be this next Thursday coming up. And it's about being going back to school and some some pointers, some traditions. So Bill and Ann, my hats off to you, did a great job. And I was I was saying, Barb, bring Kleenex when you read it. <laughs> because Barb is our editor, Catholic mom, and she does a great job. We should say a shout out to Lisa, who has a miracle. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Lisa. And Barb, yeah. Recovered from cancer and I'm just a, a wonderful woman of God that had the, you know, God inspires us in our heart of what we're supposed to do. And then he gives us the grace to do it the people and and the purpose and then you you begin to see what is god calling you to do and he'll put it all together now it takes that journey it takes the journey the journey <laughs> in faith that's right we're gonna have to have you back again uh on this show uh it's so great now please everybody go to ellenmongan.com subscribe to her youtube channel and to the podcast it's so beautiful and connect with her make sure you get her books here's the great one that i'm gonna hold up Wow, mom, a walk with God's God mom's Bible study. Just in my website. This is one for for sure. This these last two. Um, my website is www.ellenmongan.com, named after me. And I do appreciate it. We probably thank you so much. My beach closed yet, but you'll see me on the beach at Hillnet. I'll be waving to all the people. (laughs) Thank you for all you do. And To all of you, I thank you for joining me on Journeys in Faith. Just a reminder to subscribe to the Anne DeSantis YouTube channel. This podcast goes live the first and third Fridays of every month at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. Keep in mind, though, that I have over 140 of Journeys in Faith from the past that you can go back and watch all those episodes. Also, there's the Sewing Hope podcast on Patchwork Heart Ministry YouTube. 
and a lot of other videos on the Andy Sanchez channel. So I want to thank all of you and we'll see you here next time. God bless. St. Raymond Onatus Foundation for Freedom. St. Raymond Onatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith was founded in 2015 by the Mercedarian Religious Order with a mission to make pastoral outreach to families in crisis. The friars came together after attending the World Meeting of Families in Philadelphia with hopes of creating a foundation which could help those families and individuals who have faced tough times and need to know that the church cares and is there to help. Since that time when we were founded, the foundation has helped hundreds of families by offering prayer, priestly consultations, podcasts and videos, and programs and events. Whether it is something to do with divorce or separation, trauma, job loss, loss of a loved one, relationship issues or other crisis, the Foundation has seen lives transformed through the services we provide. Pope Francis has referred to our world as a field hospital, where there are a great deal of individuals and families who feel abandoned and they need the special outreach of those who truly care and wish to show the face of God to others. As a Foundation, that is what we do every day, and we're grateful to people like you who help to make a difference for families in crisis. Please pray for us and for our mission. Would you consider a one-time or recurring gift? Please go to nonatus.org to donate. Thank you sincerely from all of us at the St. Raymond Nonatus Foundation for Freedom, Family, and Faith.